Hi, this is Ronnie Barnett from The Muffs, and you are in the dummy room. Stick around, it's fun here. What's up, guys? Dummy Room Punk Rock Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. This is going to be episode 202. My guest is going to be Andrew from the Borderlines, formerly of The Leftovers. First up, want to get to some news. So I got uh, John Prophet just rolled up. What's up, dude? Uh, not much, man. Doing a little bit of uh, office drinking. How are you? <laughs> that's like an that's like an every weekend thing, right? You betcha. Yeah. What are you drinking? I'm having. Uh, whatever weirdo IPAs that I bought earlier, and some Bushmills Irish whiskey. You're not too bad yet, so I appreciate that. No, no, you uh, mentioned wanting to record an intro, so I uh, put my professional face on. Cool, cool. You got your uh, you got your beatnik termite shirt on. I'm actually wearing my uh, mom's basement shirt. Okay. So I got to get a new one from you, dude. Yeah. Just this one's uh, remind me. I don't like this one. It's not centered. Drives me nuts. <laughs> that's, it's really long, too. That's mom's basement quality right there, buddy. That's what you get. <laughs> well, I didn't pay for it, so they all I guess can't. I can't complain. Yeah, they all can't be winners. <laughs> all right, dude. So was looking for some news. Not a whole lot of news this week. But uh, next week, uh, next week's Punk Rock Reduno 6. Yes. And you're a loser like me. You're not going. Oh, big loser, dude. We uh, we were supposed to go. Um we had yeah. it all lined up, and we had some money saved up, and uh, we were about a week, two weeks out from buying plane tickets, you know, you know solidifying things, and my uh, my job shut down my vacation request. So oh, now, we're, now we're not going. I mean, yeah. yeah, it sucks, but I'm just grateful, you know, that uh, they let me know in advance before I bought plane tickets and stuff, you know, and I would have been, you know, out of... A couple, you know, at least a couple thousand dollars, and you'd have been out of job. What what it would have been, man? Had I went, yeah, I mean that'd been pretty <laughs> uh, pretty upset, I guess. But uh, you know, I mean, I don't think I would have took a total loss on the plane tickets or whatever. I could have got air, airline credits or something. You know, it's still a couple thousand dollars just to be sitting in limbo. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but it yeah, it, it sucks, but it is what it is, man. Yeah. Well, I'm glad to get you in here because uh, not that you're you're not going to Punk Rock Reduno Six. But you have a little bit to do with it this year. You are uh, you're a sponsor, I guess. Yeah. And uh, you put out uh, you did two live albums this year, dude. Yeah, we did. Uh, this will be the fourth compilation that we've sponsored. And yes, we did two live at Punk Rock Reduna Records this year as well. Two good ones, dude. Huntington's, of course, and Proton Packs. Yeah, right. They're both killer, dude. Yeah, of course. Uh, Proton packs, you know, it's, you know, home base there. Uh, home base, yeah. But honey, Dude, I love I love the cover on that one. Yeah. They got great artwork. Yeah, hell yeah. Um, 
Huntington's was a bit of a surprise, though. Like, you know, I'm always, in, in any event, happy to be a part of anything that the Rodino guys are doing. But uh, when they asked me that, you know, I just said, yes, yes. Let, yeah, yeah. Let, let me make room for this. <laughs> yeah, you don't need to ask twice on something like that. So, right. yeah, dude, I thought... Uh... I've been uh, listening to the Proton Packs one quite a bit, dude, and uh, yeah. let's play something from it. What do you want to hear? Uh, well, let's go, uh, I guess, with Retro Future. That's the opening track on Side B. It's one of my favorite songs of theirs. That's, that's one of the hits, right, dude? It I is. love that song. It is. All right, let's do it. Yeah, dude. Um, the whole set, like, I was confused the other day. I, I seen it on, uh, I saw the cover. I noticed that it said 2001, and I thought it was a screw-up because it just, this is from, uh, you know, 2001, but I thought it was last year. I suppose it really doesn't matter when you're not there, you know? Yeah. yeah. But you don't pay attention. I, I certainly wasn't paying attention, but then I thought about it. I thought, well, they wouldn't play last year and this year again, so I'm an idiot, but, dude, what a set they played, man. Yes, yes, uh... They're a great live band, and they uh, they know how to pick them. Uh, second worst Reduno. That was a. That, I remember that was a cool show. Who who else played that year? It was uh, Twister, and I was trying to think about who else. Sweatpants earlier. party, right? But yes, sweatpants party. That's right. Yeah. Yes. Minus J. Yeah. <laughs> and that, yeah, I don't remember who else played, but it was it was much uh, much more low key. Smaller bands, did, you know, not as many bands, I should say. Did Mugwumps play that year? Yeah, yeah, the Mugwumps. Yeah. yeah, that's from that same one, isn't it? In retrospect, that was a really killer Reduno. Now yeah, that we're yeah. talking about it, right? Holy shit! Just looking at so, oh, the other one too is the uh, they did the uh, the Stardom All Star Band. You weren't involved yes. with that, but of course it came out. No, no, that uh, yeah, it, it's it looks it's the whole package on that one looks really good Dude, too. Dude, that uh, one looks unbelievable. Yeah. The pink and that gray and the the kitty cat. It's cool yeah. looking. 
Trisha likes that cat. She's here. She's lurking in the background. What is she doing? Drinking too? Oh yeah, big time. Yeah. Way more than me. She's terrible. <laughs> yeah, you, you hear her snickering back there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's because she knows it's true. Since we're not going to Punk Rock Reduno, I assume you're going to be streaming it, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so you got to go to. Uh, did you do it yet? I didn't. I didn't get my tickets yet. No, not yet. I, I bought a couple of the raffle tickets. Oh, see, I don't. Where did you get the raffle tickets? Where's this shit? I missed that it's last year too. Camp. It's on Bandcamp. I'm on Bandcamp. I don't see any raffles tickets. Or maybe you missed out, Demo. Maybe it's together. over. Yeah. Okay. Well, I didn't get I my care. tickets either, but uh, they're super easy. The only thing that kind of sucks, but I kind of like it, is you got to buy individual tickets for each day. Yeah. But you yeah. got 48 hours to watch them because there's no way I can watch like Thursday or Friday live. I just can't do it. I got to be at work. Right. I'll, right. I'll, yeah, I'll tune in a little bit, but. I, uh, I'm looking at my raffle tickets. I have number 67 and 68. So, uh,. Franz and or Andrea, if you hear this before Punk Rock Rodino, <laughs> then uh, pull one of those, please. I need I need that creeps test press. You got a pretty good record with winning shit at Reduno. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, <laughs> I laugh about that all the time. If you win this year, we all know it's rigged. Oh yeah, it's. I mean, I'm pretty sure it's rigged, but I can't be certain, you know. So of all the bands that are playing this year, you know the lineup. What's the yeah. what's the only you get to choose one band, the one band that, you know, all the other bands you're there, but you got to go take a piss or something. The one band that you would not miss a song of. Who is it? Cody and the Proton Packs. Yeah. It's a good choice, dude. I mean, sure there's 15 other excellent choices, but I mean that's that's special. I mean, when will that ever happen again? After that's Reduno, you know? Yeah, it's, it's going to happen, dude. They're going to come to the U.S. and tour. A once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. I mean, if that's the case, you know, I, I will graciously eat my words right now. And let's make that happen. But realistically, I mean, that, that could be a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. It's a good choice, dude. Yeah. It's too many. I was looking at the lineup. It's, it's really tough, but I think I got to go with uh, I got to go with my Dutch dudes, man. Windowsill. Yes. I've never seen them, man. They're like my favorite band, so I'm not I missing mean, anything. I saw them in, at the 2018 know, and yeah, it was fucking incredible. There's not even a lot of like live footage on like YouTube, you know? There's not a ton of it, but they haven't yeah. played a ton of shows, you know? It's not like they've toured extensively or anything like that, so. Right, right. Cool. Well, speaking of windowsill... I got the, uh, Franz had sent me the, uh, the, uh, the comp a little early before it was yeah. out on, uh, Bandcamp. And, uh, right away, I'm like, I gotta, I gotta play a song. What song am I gonna play? Of course, of course it's gonna be Windowsill, dude. But I am looking at the rest of it. It's a pretty good comp, man. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a great comp. I listened to it today for the first time, like, in its, it's in, you know, in its entirety. Yeah, what'd you think of that Windowsill song? It's great. Yeah. Uh, the Civi song is killer. Uh, the Sons of Benza cover, they covered, uh, hold on, uh, Lost in the Supermarket. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was really Flash good. cover, yeah. Um, yeah. Travolta's, Socho Pistons, Shock Treatment, Smelters, Manorov's, and Avum. Uh, you know, some of uh, Mom's Basement's finest. Just 
putting that out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Saw that one coming. Hey, let's put on this new windowsill. It's called Just to Hold You. I fucking love it. It's great comp, but um, it's cool that uh, I did see that Avum. I just saw that today announced that they're they're actually touring a little yeah. like maybe for a week or so after Reduno. Yeah, them and uh, Smelters are both uh, doing little tours over there. No, I didn't see the sm- are they playing? Are they touring together? I think uh, Smelters did something in Ireland with. Uh, uh, Come on, label dude, get your shit together here. I know. Uh, no matter. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, no matter's great. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Like, you know, like album album of the year. No matter. 2022. Um, yeah, they did. A, I think a couple shows in Ireland and uh, maybe the UK. Uh, I could be wrong, but yeah, they played a few shows with them. They're coming up, or they're they they've already played them. What do you mean? I think they already played them. Oh shit! They're already there then, huh? Yeah, they're they're already over. They got there. I think it was a few days ago. Let me see. Let me get my shit together, man. I've been cool. I did see the Avum thing, and I know Avum. I think they're playing Germany 
few shows after Reduno, I think. Yeah. Let me see. Thought you were gonna bring it a little bit better here tonight. No, dude, I've been fucking <laughs> drinking all day, bro. I, I'm I'm lucky to bring myself at this point. Hey, do you see? You happen to see the uh, new Flanders '72 video? No, I did not. That band's pretty fucking good, dude. Oh, Flanders is killer. And uh, so they got a new single out. I don't know if they got a new album. I think it's from a. I think it's for a new seven. I think it's from a new seven inch. But I think they also have a new album coming out. Yeah. But the song is called "Lucy Moved to London," dude. And yeah, yeah, I, I saw it. I uh, I didn't see the video though. How was it? It's a cool video, you know. I mean, it's really long. I was like, yeah. holy shit, this is long. I was like, I can't play this on the show. But then I thought, you know what? It's good enough. We'll play it on the show. So let's just cool. do it here while you get your uh, stuff together. It's uh, New Flanders 72. Lucy sent me a letter To tell me everything is fine People have been nice Lucy sent me a letter To tell me that she won't come back All the sadness and regrets are in the past But sometimes she feels alone Especially in rainy nights Just like the weather She says she misses a friend like me But she'll be fine Lucy moved to London Lucy moved to London Lucy moved to London Lucy moved to London, the place I wanted to be Right by her side Lucy sent me a letter To tell me that she's got a job Now she's waitress at a silver cross Lucy sent me a letter To tell me that I was right She got really pressed and on the line But sometimes she feels alone Especially in rainy nights Sad and blue just like the weather that she misses a friend like me But she'll be fine Lucy moving to London Lucy moving to London Lucy moving to London Lucy moving to London the place I wanted to be Right by her side
Dude, that might be that might be my favorite song from that band. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, Flanders has been Flanders 72's been around for a minute. That's uh, a yeah, Brazilian yeah. Brazilian Green Day. Yeah, Brazil's finest. Yeah, one of them anyway. There's a lot of stiff competition over there. Yeah, there's a lot going on. Yeah, they, they break out, though, Yodis, you know what I mean? Yodis, Rotores, you know. Flanders, but, uh, man, they've been around, though, dude, and they've, you know, yeah. two years in a row at Reduno, too. And uh, Paulino is, a, is a, an amazing artist. Killer artist, dude. All right. Uh, yeah, I'm looking at this uh, Avum European Vagrancy Tour now. Uh, sorry, Julian. <laughs> uh, I should have my shit together. Caw! But uh, I watched I uh, watched Angry Birds one yesterday. Me and Miles did. Yeah, I wonder how they feel about that movie. I would assume they love it because it's great. Drop your nuts and move your butts. So yeah, it looks. Uh, <laughs> I'm a no comment on the Angry Birds movie, but uh, yeah, you back, haven't seen. Have you seen it? I, I have not. Oh, dude, it's good. But I have seen this uh, Avum European Vagrancy Tour tour poster by the. Uh, Ever so wonderful Johnny Bad Grammar, and yes, it looks like they're playing Germany, uh, Hamburg, uh, Hanover. So that's cool. Cool. Go to Facebook, you'll find it. Look up if you're in Germany and you're into this music, you probably already know about it, anyway. So yeah. But yeah, dude, Punk Rock Reduno Six. Fucking Reduno. Like I said, you gotta get those. Uh, you gotta get the tickets through Bandcamp. I think they're only. It's only on Bandcamp, right? That's what it's yeah. being shown on. Just like last year, hopefully it's the same crew. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, last year it seemed like it ran pretty well, right? Dude, I thought they killed it last year. I thought it was great. I know it costs a little money, so that's why if you can support them, Dude, because or else it is worth every penny. It's worth every penny for sure. I'm just worried that you know, if they don't uh, break, maybe break even on that part of it or come close, maybe that I'm worried they're not going to do it again next year. You know what I mean? So everybody, go out there and. You know, pick your favorite day or all four of them or whatever. Yeah, I mean, they can definitely count on me getting every day. And yeah, I meant to already. For some reason, I I don't know. I just I just hadn't. But I'm ready, dude. I'm anxious. Looking forward yes, to it. Very much so. So, anything else going on, dude? No, nah, man. Just uh, I've been working like crazy and record labeling like crazy and. Dude, you sent me that that video last a couple days ago. Whatever, your basement. And uh, it looks like you got the office pretty well stocked. Yeah, it's ready to go. I'm down here getting all banged up right now. Lots <laughs> of beer and whiskey and records. I, I told you, someday I'm going to come there and we're going to get wasted together. Wasted in the basement. Yes, yes. There is a guest room down there with your name on it. I, I have a feeling I wouldn't be able to walk out of that basement for days. You might die down here, honestly, but it's worth it. I think you'll kill me. You pull out some of that uh, moonshine that you make. I don't make it, but my uh, my dad and all of his uh, hill brethren make, and uh, yeah, it's uh, pretty powerful. Yeah, nope, not for me, dude. So, well, you've been uh, you've been uh, you know announcing uh, Mom's Basement Fest bands and sponsors yeah. pretty steadily. You know, yes. slow as fuck though, dude. It's like, come on, get them out there, spit them out, dude. No, nah, man, we're talking, you know, months of content if you do it every Sunday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, you know? Yeah, I get it. I get it. So looking forward to uh, everybody else hearing the rest of the lineup. I already know it. Yes. So as of right now on July 8th at, what is it, 10.53 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, there is seven more bands to announce. Yeah. Cool. 
Any cancellations so, yet? Not a single one. It, the thing that <laughs> things are going suspiciously well so far. You want to give out any hints before we move on? I can. Yes, there is a one, two, three, four more Mom's Basement bands out of the seven being announced. Cool. <laughs> Anyways, dude, cool to hang out with you. We uh, we're both involved with this week's guests' new bands or band's new album, Borderlines. Album's yes. coming out in just uh, just a couple of weeks. Hopefully the vinyl makes it to the U.S. for the party they're having on July 22nd, but it might not be. But John is doing the CDs. Henry's doing yes. the cassettes. Dude, yes. it's a great, great album. I'm super stoked to be uh, working with you sort of on this again. Of course. It's always a pleasure, Mr. Demo. And, uh, I mean, I, I don't mean to, you know, come off uh, braggadocious or whatever but uh <laughs> this album should be in your top 10 this year for sure this album will be in my top 10 for sure should be in your th- i mean god knows nate demo over at hey pizza records is doing all the heavy lifting on this one and i appreciate you for that but uh yes this album is incredible no brainer for me yeah. you know what i mean i i loved Same. it so, but uh, super cool that he uh, took some time to uh, to hang out. I think we had a chat last week, maybe last week or so. And yeah. uh, Andrew's just, he's just an awesome dude, man. Super nice. Anyways, thanks for hanging out, dude. Come back again. We'll, thanks you know, for having me. Maybe, uh, maybe the next couple weeks or so, throw some new, uh, some uh, exclusive songs at me to debut. I have a couple crazy announcements coming up. Cool. Yeah, yeah, we have some cool shit coming up, so. Awesome. Well, good chatting, dude. It's a, uh, always a pleasure. All right, dude. Here we go. Andrew from Borderlines. I wish I could go there, but I probably 
Andrew, what's going on, dude? Hey, what's going on, Nate? Ah, uh, not much as usual, you know. Thanks for uh, thanks for hanging out a little bit tonight. Hey, where are you at, dude? You're oh, at some resort yeah. or what? I'm like up in the, as they say in Maine, in the in the boonies. Uh, no, I'm just uh, I'm in a I'm in a town. Uh, it's called Phippsburg. It's about an hour from Portland, where I live most of the time, where we all live most of the time. But uh, cool. Is that on the ocean? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. It's right on the ocean. It's very humid. Right in here right now, very sticky. I'm sticking yeah, to yeah. my chair. Today's actually decent out. Like I only left the house once to come here, but uh, it's pretty nice out. But I watched uh, I watched Jaws two today. Oh, and nice. I thought of oh, you. Yeah. Thought, oh shit, he's right on the ocean, man. Yeah, you a water guy. <laughs> what are you, What are you trying to say? That all of a sudden, <laughs> just gonna? No, um, I am. Yeah, and it's funny. Like I, I actually, I love Jaws. All of us in in Borderlands actually love Jaws, and like we drink Narragansett beer because of uh, that's what he's drinking what Quinn's <laughs> drinking on the yeah, boat yeah. and uh but Jaws 2 is you know that's a that's something else <laughs> compared to the first one yeah yeah actually I actually liked it I hadn't seen Jaws 2 maybe since I was like a kid so I don't even know if I've ever seen the whole movie you know but uh nice. I've never it is seen fun. I've never seen after Jaws 2 I've never saw three four five however many they have I never saw any oh man you um, should you should watch three it's it's horrible but it's it's fun yeah I'm, I'm definitely i'm gonna start over i'm gonna watch them in, in order because i like the, the end of one is great right when they're just getting fucked by that shark you know all three of them in that boat oh man it's and, so good but two is two is sort of two is sort of boring other than you know they totally screw that shark over with the uh, with the electrical wire <laughs> oh yeah that that <laughs> the perfect perfectly placed yeah, uh, yeah. electrical yeah 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 uh, yeah, man. Yeah, I could talk Jaws. You want to just talk Jaws for the whole episode, or? Uh, I don't think I could, dude. That's about all I know. I'm Jawsed out. <laughs> okay. See, I'm not. I'm not a water guy. Like, I would go in the yeah, ocean. Not Wisconsin. I, you know, I would. Well, yeah. Lake guy. <laughs> dude, we have the Mississippi. I'm never going. I've never been in the Mississippi River. Uh, <laughs> we don't have sharks, but I, I, I guess I would go in the ocean. Um, not. I, w- I don't think I'd be scared of sharks. I'd be scared of the other shit. Because I would never go that far yeah. out. You know, I'm not gonna, I, I'm not gonna be the furthest guy out, so I'm not gonna get eaten first, right? I will say, uh, around the corner from like where I can actually look out right now, uh, I can look over to this town called Harpswell, and I think it was two summers ago was the first like shark attack fatality in Maine in like forever, like hundred really? years or something. Yeah, cool. I well, when it happened, <laughs> cool. Not cool, but you know what I mean. <laughs> I remember when it happened. You know, just being like, don't tell, the, you know, don't tell the kiddo, you know, we're swimming in the cove, like, two miles away, but that shit's so random, it's crazy. Hey, how close are you to Rockland, Maine? Uh, from here, like, driving-wise, it's probably, like, um, like an hour and a half. Oh, really? Probably okay. closer, probably actually closer by boat, honestly. Really? Okay. That's where, uh, yeah, that's Maine's, where Heather Wheaton Maine. lives. That's right, that's right, yeah. I think she was supposed to... Um, or she, I saw that she was at the, uh, at the, the Kepi show at Gino's yeah, yeah. and I just like completely spaced about that show. I like, I was so bummed because I wanted to be there, but what's Gino's like? Is that, is that the place in Portland to play or what? Uh, it's definitely like the old, you know, punk venue. Yeah. It, it used to be at a different location, but then it moved. Um, but it's still, you know, it's still sort of maintained. It's like, you know, it's, it's the, it's the 
punk veteran cred. punk yeah exactly <laughs> cool um and it's still pretty cool that yeah it's uh they've done well nice nice yeah i've just heard of it i just you know one of it's one of those places that people have played and you see it on tour schedules so it seems cool yeah for sure yeah it's it's a cool spot we we played there i remember we played a show there like right like a week it must have been like a week or two before the whole like pandemic shit went down but the show was like it was amazing it was like one of the best local shows we played in a long time we were kind of like riding the high from that show and then everything just <laughs> went to shit that sucks that's cool though it's cool yeah, that yeah. you get a good show out before it happened yeah for sure so hey dude i don't want to uh i don't want to start with the past right i don't want to start with the leftovers or whatever so give me uh give me the borderline story because i really don't know much the borderline story yeah so, like how, how did this band come about well it came about um i mean kind of you know i kind of have to mention the leftovers to well yeah to, of course to explain it but uh yeah it came about just because um sort of things with the leftovers you know had ended and um i think it was like a year maybe in change later uh, adam was already out in la um like living there full time and uh, I think it was just like sort of like let's just I'd written some songs and it was kind of like just let's do some some you know project yeah, e- yeah. even with you know Adam um, being out there it was kind of I think he like he recorded the drums out there and it sort of started that way as like a almost like a side project or you know I guess recording project kind of thing it, yeah kind of like that and then yeah but then we. You know, we sort of got, uh, you know, we, Eric from from uh, the Jetty Boys was. I, I would see him a lot because at the time he was he was dating my now wife's uh, good friend, and uh, so he was around. Was he living out there then? No, he would just be in Maine. You know, the Jetty's guys were just in Maine. Uh, <laughs> and, like, I remember Drews to come hang out. And, yeah, I don't really? know. <laughs> it was like a long time ago, but. Anyway, yeah, Eric. Eric was just around, and so like that, like that first music video we shot, he was in. It, he's in it. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, he played on like some. I think he played on like a few of the sort of next like demos we we did, and and then he ended up. You know, we ended up playing a couple festivals. We played the fest in Gainesville, and uh, we played in Sub Fest. I think it was 2013. Um, both of those were in 2013. And then, um, so yeah, but and, and, and Eric played both of those, too. And, um, and then, you know, after that, it was kind of like, it kind of fizzled out for a little bit. You know, Matt Matt actually ended up moving to, to Spain for, I want to say, two years or so. He'll probably be, like, shaking his head listening to us after that. Um, three years, <laughs> he was he was working... Uh, uh, for this program called CIEE where he it's like a exchange program hmm. he like taught taught kids English and then he you know so when we really started things back up again was when he moved back in like I don't know what that was 2015 or 16 I want to say so yeah it's just one of those bands where it's sort of it's always kind of morphed you know it's not it's not one of those bands that just like starts and has the same members and <laughs> goes forever you know what i mean but um yeah so like you said you were you had some songs already to go like were you writing a lot in the leftovers i don't even know did you write a lot of that stuff or some of it 
No, I not not really. I um, no, Kurt Kurt wrote most most everything. That's um, what I, I that's what I assume. But it's just like, man, that I first wrote, EP, that first Borderlands EP is so good, and it's like, how did you? You know what I mean? Like, you were such a good songwriter. Like, how were you not? Oh, thanks, man. Getting that out I, in the leftovers. It's so weird. Well, I definitely wrote a lot of the lyrics for the leftovers. Not that like you know we were writing these like. <laughs> Oh, dude. You know, they're all about girls and stuff. You know? yeah, yeah. But, uh, I, I wrote a, a lot of the lyrics, and they're definitely like Kurt would like bring songs songs in, and if they were, that were like mostly done, or sometimes they'd be partly done, and we'd sort of you know sort of help fill in the rest kind of thing. But yeah, uh, yeah. cool. In the earlier on in the leftovers, I, I I wrote some song. I wrote some of the songs we played, but as we got, you know, Kurt just started getting really, really good at writing songs and it became sort of our sound too is the, the songs he would write so yeah, yeah that was that was part of that was part of it too kurt's voice is sort of you know he's got that rad voice so whenever oh, you yeah. hear him you just i mean when you ever hear the leftovers you just think of kurt you know yeah 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 yep he's got bravado and the yeah yeah like i said that first ep is just is is killer but like i it's one of these things that just totally passed me by i missed it until i missed borderlines altogether until like dummy room started someone brought it up after we i think after we did like a leftovers episode or something it came up and i'm like i don't even know who the borderlines are you know <laughs> had no idea you know yeah i think that's that's not uncommon <laughs> <We're fine. laughs> i mean i think well, i think uh people are starting to figure it out but i think for a while there it was you know i you know that's what happens when you go you know several years with not doing much i mean right <laughs> yeah it might be because you're That's so you're can. so far away too but it was weird because like i was a leftovers fan and eric from the jetty boys was playing with you guys so it's like how you know it just seems weird that i missed it yeah so. well you know eric doesn't even i don't know does he even like use the internet <laughs> <laughs> so i get a text from him in a couple weeks yeah yeah um no he's just uh I, I don't know. I've been a Jetty Boys fan forever, and, you know, Spruce Springsteen's great. Like, it, I thought everything those guys did was on my radar, but I, just like I said, just missed it, you know? Yeah, yeah, and we, we really started, like I said, like, boy, unfortunately, it was like right before the COVID, like I said, but we sort of started writing a lot of songs, and, and then that happened, and, you know, last year, we, we were sort of like, okay, let's, let's actually, let's fucking record like finally so that first ep like those songs were the were those the first songs that you wrote like after the leftovers were done yeah i mean um i think let's think back on let me let me think back on that ep so uh, adam wrote one of the songs on it and i wrote all of them except uh matt and i sort of co-wrote the song whirlwind which that's on there so okay uh, but uh, yeah they they were all written yeah, they all were written sort of after the leftovers. So in that in that like year or whatever it was between. So so there was no like um, uh, transition time between the leftovers and borderlines. Like you trying to figure out how to write your own stuff because these songs, like all six of them, they're all killer, dude. Like overextended, total hit, and it's just like how can you, you know what I mean? Like how do you start writing songs? After, you know what I mean? It's not like your first song you've yeah. ever written, but usually bands start somewhere at the bottom. 
you know? Like, even the Leftovers, <laughs> dude, that first Leftovers album isn't the best, you know? No offense. Right. But you no, guys no, worked no, up no, to I, greatness. I, I hear you. Yeah, you guys, you guys came into your own, but, like, Borderlines didn't. They just started out, go. Yeah, I think part of it might have just been we had sort of just come off of a few years of just being around, like, really good musicians and songwriters yeah, yeah. and stuff. I think, <laughs> I I think maybe that... I mean, I'm just, like... <laughs> You know, thinking back, you know, I never really thought about this before, but I mean, I, I think that's must have been part of it, you know. Um, but did you, you know. write Flux Capacitor or was that Adam? I wrote Flux Capacitor, yeah. yeah. Cool, yeah, yeah. So, are you a big Back to the Future fan? Yeah, yeah, I would say I'm a pretty big Back to the Future fan. Yeah. That's cool. It's just weird because, like, I did a me and uh, Mattia from Proton Packs did a uh, did like a top sci-fi songs episode. Oh, that's and right. And yeah. that you know by title that would have fit in perfect, but I didn't even I didn't even think to go to you guys. Just yeah, and like yeah, and like that song. <laughs> it's I mean it's that song is not about Back to the Future at all. So no, but it's just sort of I mean? just the title though is weird, and it's short too. That's why I thought maybe Adam might have wrote that one because it's probably your oh, shortest song. Like yeah, it's long. pretty short. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I think the name I came up with the name just because it's sort of about thinking about the past, and you know, that's sort of how I it, it came up. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, <laughs> it's, we have another. We ha- we 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 slid a couple movie references into songs. We have another song that uh, we released as part of like a demo EP called uh, "Fists with Your Toes," and that's a that's a Die Hard reference, oh, but cool. you know that song has nothing nothing to do with Die Hard either. <laughs> yeah, it's just the title. Hey, I watched a clip uh, a few weeks back of Michael J. Fox playing um, playing with Coldplay. Have you seen this? Oh clip? yeah, doesn't doesn't he play? John, yeah, he plays Johnny Be Good, right? Yeah, yeah, and I don't know yeah. like how old this is, but I mean he he was. I think know, it's he, probably like ten or so years ago. Yeah, so he was already like diagnosed. But, right, it, like, but he wasn't like as bad as he is now. Yeah, I had no yeah. idea he could actually play though. Like, I just assumed it was, you know, movie magic that made him look like he could. play. Yeah, yeah, no, it's pretty. It was, it was pretty rad. Yeah, I, it was I mean, cool, it's too dude. bad it was with Coldplay, but <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say it had to be fucking Coldplay. <laughs> yeah, I uh, couldn't have like got up there with like Metallica or something. Should have got up there with the Borderlines, dude. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, dude. But um, let's talk about the new record a bit, like. When did this start, and how long did this thing even take? Oh man, well, it depends on when you're when you're thinking about uh, like when songs were written. <laughs> but um, you know, a couple songs on there were written, you know, forever ago. ago I bet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's one song in there called "Parrot," which I think is the first song Matt Matt wrote for for Borderlines. Uh, it's about the house we we used to live in. In South Portland, the Parrot um, House is that what it was called? The Parrot House? Well, it was just it was on this it was on a street called Parrot Street. Oh, okay. So, uh, yeah, but uh, but there was a parrot inside. There was like not a not a real one, but like a fake wooden thing that like hung in the corner or something. Hmm. Okay. Um, but yeah, a lot of the uh, a lot of songs were written at least you know some were written like four or five years you know earlier. And, uh, Parrot's definitely the older, the oldest one, and then some. You know, a lot of them are written pretty, 
pretty close to when we recorded too. So it's, it's sort of like all over the place. But yeah, recording wise, we just we uh, tracked the drums at a, at a studio in in uh, Biddeford, which is like about twenty minutes south of Portland. And then uh, the rest we all recorded at Matt's house. Um, cool. And it was fun because it it just sort of we would just show up and you know he's he had this sort of middle of his house like this this office it used to be his office he's moved it since then but uh we just show up and like, you, just, you just sort of take our time that way you know what i mean uh tracked all the guitars and did a lot of overdubs and uh could take our time with the vocals and 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 then we had um our old friend wyatt uh mix it you know wyatt who plays plays with kurt still yeah, yeah. records with kurt he he had mixed this quick really quick uh recording i had done of uh playing uh, the song J.A.R. by Green Day on acoustic. That was like during COVID. But um, he, he had mixed that real quick. And then he was, you know, I remember him saying, like, if you're ever recording for real, like, you know, you need someone to mix it, let me know. And that's, we sort of just kept in touch after that. And I'm, I'm super stoked with how it came out. It's, it's oh, great. It sounds amazing. I remember when you sent it to me and, uh, well, you had sent me, like, I think Innocence, like, but like a year ago maybe yeah he yep and and like i remember getting it and you didn't really there was no i don't know you didn't tell me there was an album coming or anything you literally just sent me the song and um i was like holy shit this is really good and it was sort of like man i hope there's more like i hope this isn't just you know another song that's being thrown on Bandcamp, you know and yeah then, um, fast forward you sent me like the whole album i think and you know you were just like asking me if i'd have interested in putting it out <laughs> and i i don't think i made it past like the second song where it was just like oh yeah i'm in you know <laughs> yeah no i uh, <laughs> i remember sending it to you and then i think we were we kind of released that song um we weren't even done with the whole thing yet but that that song was done and um we kind of saw that we kind of thought that was going to be like the the first like the first track on the record so yeah we decided to wait to, to get it out there dude <laughs> it's too good right. to keep man <laughs> yeah i mean it's we were just stoked on it and, and and psyched on how like the recording was going and you know with the you know one of a thousand school shootings that just happened and so we uh, we put it out on Bandcamp and got some money for for one of those you know organizations that cool that sort of helped that shit and but yeah i mean Nothing was even done at that point. We were still like showing up at Matt's house randomly, like put like add like tambourines and <laughs> yeah, yeah, extra guitar and like hand clap. Like we were still like sort of finishing it up. So that's that's why I think I took so long to send it to you. But yeah, no, I mean I'm just I'm I'm psyched with the mix and uh, Justin from uh, Mystery Room. He, he mastered it and yeah, uh, yeah. I mean I just we're all we're all psyched about it. Yeah, what's your favorite song on it, man? Oh man, you know mine. I do know yours. Yeah, yeah. did you write that? I guess that did, means like, did you write that song? No, 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 Matt wrote that song. Yeah, well, I might have. Matt might kill me later. I might have written <laughs> part part of the bridge. Okay, I think I think maybe the bridge. We well, we, I, I would say we wrote it all together. The bridge, like at practice. But but yeah, Matt wrote that song. Dude, that's just that, uh, it's called Hold Me Down, and that's just that intro of that song. It's unbelievable. Yeah, I remember when Matt played us that song, just being like, well, 
And that's one of the songs I think it just kind of like wrote itself because I think he just had that intro of, that he plays that we kept it. We kept the intro like the way he you know, it was just him playing. But then I think, yeah, that was one of those songs that it just like with with that chorus. It's just one of those ones that seems to write itself. And then and then Maddie came up with that cool bass line too, which sort of makes that chorus even cooler. So. Tear me down if you want, but I know why they kicked you out of here. Tear me down if you must, but I know why they kicked you out of here. I've been feeling lonely these days, making up for it in every way. I know you can hold me down. I know you can hold me down. I know you can hold me down, but could you hold me down if I'm not around? criminal that that song is probably not going to be a hit but 20 25 years ago that song would have had you know a really good chance of just being a monster song yeah it's too bad that it's not that way anymore (laughs) like i said it's it's like dance with me dance with me was one of those songs that fuck man if it would have just got the right set of ears to uh to pay attention to it and somebody pushed it a little bit more you know what i mean you got it would have been totally yeah, different I mean, that, for you guys well it's just fun i mean that's uh, i was gonna say that when you said that about hold me down but i mean we, we we heard that like over and over again when we were in the leftovers <laughs> like yeah you yeah. guys should be fame you know what i mean like it was like crazy how many times we heard that for different songs like this should be a hit this is, like, we'll, we'll get we'll get to the leftovers times have changed i do want to know like why did that song end up on both those records 
it, it always reminded me of that face to face. Remember when face to face did that with um, with yeah. uh, what the hell was the song of that? Disconnected. Oh yeah, that was yeah, on yeah. the I first think it was two just, records. I think it was just because we we kind of thought that the uh, eager to please was going to have sort of a more of a more of a reach, and yeah. so and we kind of wanted. I think we kind of wanted to see like what production wise we would get get with it with with working with Linus and yeah I don't, I, I, think, I think it's uh, different enough that it's pretty cool but on the move version but, was better dude <laughs> <laughs> yeah no I mean I, th- I think a lot of people have that take so yeah yeah uh, you're not alone but yeah anyways what's your favorite song on the record dude what's the favorite song you wrote on there um the favorite song I wrote is is how many hours oh yeah dude of course yeah I um yeah, I'm just I'm I'm psyched to how that that song came out. Just you know the whole thing, and uh, I love how the the sort of backup vocals came out, and Matt's you know the solo of of the melody. I'm always a fan of the the solo of the, the guitar solo of the of the melody, which I, I always point back to. Uh, I don't know if you're a Weezer fan, but um, no, the the, <laughs> the Green album. You're not a Weezer fan? Oh come on, not like the dude i just i don't get it i mean i get it like i like i like the blue album you know well okay do do me a favor after this go listen to the to the green album (laughs) and every song every song in the green album there's a guitar solo is the melody of the verse hmm every song all right every single song i I might do that i remember the first time (laughs) i remember the first time i i listened to it I was like, on the last song, and I was like, "Are they gonna do it?" And it, like, it's a, there's, a, there's like a build-up part, and then, sure enough. But anyway, yeah, I, uh, I'm psyched how that came, that song came out. And, um, hey, where'd you guys, where'd you guys film that video at? So, both videos we shot at this place called Sun Tiki Studios, which is where we're we're having our album release show, and or at least both the you know, the, the live parts of us playing in the videos. Um, the other parts of the of FBT were filmed like just like at Matt's house, I think. Cool. Yeah, that, that's it's a cool little venue in Portland. They have um, like rehearsal spaces in there too, but it's also like a small venue. But it's uh, yeah, it's a cool spot. Is it one of those uh, like pay by the hour kind of rehearsal places, or is it like you got to rent a month or something? No, it's it's by the hour. We Borderlands has a spot in a different place like across the other the other end of town like closer to matt's house where we we pay like monthly and it's just our spot um, cool. that we, we've had that for a while but yeah no we we love santiki it's great it sounds great and we're psyched for that show hey i want to do another song let's do another one from the album yeah let's let's do another one it's gonna be out sooner or later anyways right <laughs> that's right yeah we, what we got like three weeks or yeah I so what is it? it's like july 23rd 21st 21st july 21st that's actually like the release day whether or not the vinyl is going to be ready by then we don't know that's sort of up in the air people are used to that though um I know. hopefully it'll be yeah. done if it's not it'll be you know you guys are playing a show and it'll be out on uh you know streamers and all that shit so they'll be able to hear it but uh yeah yeah we're, we're sort of you and i have been talking like I mean, how often we, you and I have been talking on the phone about this? Yeah, yeah. It, it's just, it's a little frustrating because you just, you know, like record pressing plants, you know, they're, just, they're their own thing, dude. There's no rules. Like, they don't right. have to they don't have to answer to you. 
<laughs> they'll just do it whenever they do it. So hopefully it's ready though, dude. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. Let's let's hope. Regardless, it's coming sooner or later. But what song do you want to do, dude? Um, let's do the song Twenty Four, and this is also a song that uh, that Matt wrote. But and actually, it's funny. We this is like a song that we kind of when we were tracking drums, we kind of had like some extra time, and this was one of the ones that we uh, decided to do. And it came out like I'm just super psyched how it came out. Uh, everything sounds great, and I was psyched on how all the all the vocals came out. So. Yeah, yeah, 24. wondering like because you chose a matt song like being in the leftovers for so long and like you said you didn't write a lot kurt wrote most of that does that like you always hear about bands that two guys write songs and they kind of bicker over who gets more you know what i mean more more songs on the record you got to be used to like that though right being sort of like not the main songwriter yeah i never really thought about it that way like i was never you know it's not like i never like thought about it the same way like you know, like the Beatles thought about it. We were like, okay, George, you get one song. You know, Ringo, you get one song. Yeah. You know, which Just whatever like sounds did, good, know. dude, right? That's the way it should be. Yeah, and like, honestly, I, I'm i just not as prolific as, you know, I, I, songs don't, I go through like these, like these phases where I'll write a lot and then like there'll be phases where I, 
I don't write a lot at all, so that's part of it too for me. Yeah, I don't know. It's just sort of weird. Like you seem like the kind of guy that would just be like, whatever sounds good, whatever makes a better record, we'll go with that. You know? Yeah, I, I do. I definitely agree with that too. And I, I love sort of working with other people's like songs or like melodies that they that they wrote, and and especially like to try to come up with like harmonies and backup vocals because you know so like that's another reason why i'm psyched on how the borderlands record came out it's just like i'm for all the songs that matt sings like i i'm on there you know pretty much the whole <laughs> the whole song too just like it, you know singing backups or, no, yeah, or yeah. harmonies or whatever so yeah hey i gotta ask you dude before i forget how did you end up singing on that first veterans record <laughs> I honestly like I, I you and I were talking about it like not too long ago. Yeah, and I don't remember if you I, told honestly, me how. I think uh, let's see if I can remember this. We were staying <laughs> we were on tour, we were on tour and we were in Italy and we I think we stayed at uh, the two siblings from uh, Teenage Bubblegums. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And I think somehow it just like came up that that Andrea uh, was, you know, that, that they were, he was working on that record and uh, it was nearby and it was something like, you know, do you guys want to stop by the studio and maybe do some backup vocals on a couple tracks? So that's, that's exactly what happened. We went over there and it was just like, and, but I don't even think Andrea was there. So I think it was like the, whoever was recording it was there, was there and we just, you know, listen to a couple of songs and uh, I think maybe they had a few ideas and that's they were awesome. here, just, yeah it was it was it was really fun I remember having copies of the that's the one with like you know like Nick Nolte's on the cover right yeah yeah <laughs> yeah yeah I remember I remember we had copies of that like in the van in the leftovers van like we were listening we were throwing on it once in a while but uh, yeah no that was that was fun what else have you done that on? I know you sang on the Guts record. Anything else? Yeah, I sang on that Guts record a, a bunch. Um, I'm trying to think. I don't think anything like. No, I don't think anything else. Hmm. The Guts one, I did a bunch on, but we. Dude, that must have been crazy when... recording that Guts record because like Nate Doyle, Jeff Palmer, and Kurt have all told me stories about that recording session. You know? <laughs> yeah, I mean. I'm trying to remember what year it was. We had already recorded on the move, but I don't. It must have been like the next fall. That that next fall after we recorded on the move, or something like that. But we, Kurt and I, drove out with with all of them in their van all the way out to to Madison with them, and it was a ton of fun because all those songs were just so good that they were like definitely in their like prime, yeah, yeah. like songwriting wise, both of them, and. I don't know if you've ever met Rick, but Rick is like, he and I used to like get along pretty well and uh, like joke around. He's such a funny guy. So it was fun to like hang out with him too. But yeah, recording wise, I think Kurt did a bunch of stuff, like a bunch of back vocals and played like, I think he like played piano. Cause one of the songs he wrote, I think Heartbreakers, that yeah, song yeah. he wrote. Yeah. And then, um, Love that song, dude. Yeah, it's a great one. Um, yeah, I think the other songs, like I just, I think it was just like, any ideas of, of backups and so i would hear some things or or uh, nate or jeff would hear something and um you know i sang uh, on nate's songs uh, cigarettes and valentines like i'm like i sing like the 
harmony on that chorus part. That song is so good. Like, I'll still listen to that now and be like, damn. I remember hearing, uh, every time I hear that record, I swear Justin Perkins does backups on that, on some of that, because it sounds like him. And somebody said, no, no, that's that's uh, that's Andrew. It's like, holy shit, you sound like Justin Perkins. <laughs> oh, really? I'll to, yeah, I'll yeah, to, like, yeah. I don't know if I know what Justin sounds like. I'll have to, like, listen again. Yeah, dude, Yesterday's Kids, man. Yeah, yeah, no, they're great. Yeah. So no, there's just certain moments where it's like, oh, that's that's got to be Justin like sneaking something in there, you know, making the song a little <laughs> bit better. But no, somebody said it was you, which is cool. Yeah, no, yeah, that was was that was fun. Do you guys play a lot with the guts? You must have. Yeah, we yeah quite a bit, and it's funny like we like they were a band. We knew them from like a long. I mean, maybe not even that long, but it felt like a long time. Uh, you know, because we, they would like come up and play this place uh, called The Well. It's like this old, uh, it's like all ages punk place uh, in, in Portland. And we were like in high school, you know, Kurt and I. Wait, and, how old were you uh, when, when The Leftovers started? Were you in high school? Yeah. Was that your first band? Yeah, we were. Really? Um, <laughs> it wasn't Kurt's first band, but he was in this band called The Outnumbered. The outnumbered. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> cool. But um, yeah, it was it was like we were like sophomores or something. Wow. I think. Yeah. But the you know they were the guts were a little bit older than us and we played a show with them in Portland and that's like when we first met them and we like listened to their first EP and we were just like damn this band's great and that's yeah. how we always you know that's how we it just like started from there and we'd go down to Portsmouth and play and but yeah. That's Great crazy. Band. You've only been in two bands, The Leftovers and The Borderlines. Mm-hmm. That's amazing, dude. <laughs> crazy. Yeah, I figured you guys would have played a ton of shows with the Guts just because, you know, but knowing now, like, Kurt and, Kurt and Jeff seem to be, like, best buds, you know? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I don't think we ever, like, I mean, I could be wrong, but I don't think we ever did, like, a full-on tour with, with the Guts. But we, always, we definitely did, like, we would do, like, random you know like two three show yeah okay. type things i know we did some shows in canada with the riptides with them and uh i we you know we played like with ben weasel in chicago and it was austin the guts on that show and uh you know stuff like that like random places you know like in Subfest and things like that yeah 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 so tell me about um like i said i don't really want to talk too much about the leftovers just because you know leftovers were such a cool band but we've you know they've been covered to death on this podcast, but um, you know it's mm-hmm. just—it's really. I gotta tell you, man, you were—you were really part of something special. That band made one of the greatest pop punk albums ever. On the move, dude. <laughs> just tell me about like, cause like I said before, like the first record and like Party Tonight—they were—they were good, but like On the Move was next level, and you know the songs were better, but the recording was great, you know. Yeah, I think it was just a combination of, of things. Yeah. yeah. Uh, of, I mean, was that, were you guys on Rally? Like, Rally was a super cool label at the time. Like, were you guys, like, did you go into that record already on Rally, or was that something you recorded and then shopped it to to Rally? No, we no, we went into recording doing it for Rally. Cool. We had talked to a few other labels before Rally with, like, the demos of the songs yeah yeah, okay um and had talked to a a few a few labels um 
but yeah, no, we ended up going rally and uh, and then because he because he came out like while we were recording and hung out for a couple days at least. Did um, he pay for it? <laughs> yeah. Did yeah. he really? Cool. I I believe so. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, dude. Rally yeah, for a I, while there was it's fucking great, dude. Oh yeah, I mean I I kind of forget like the releases. Was that like one of the first releases he did? Um. Well, he the reason we start when we started working with him is because when we released the seven inch, uh, we released "Stepping on My Heart." Um, yeah, yeah. That was a seven inch yeah. single that he did, and so that's how we. That's the first thing we did, and I because I think the Guts did a seven inch on Rally right after we had done one. And like we, kind of the artwork was the same sort of style as the whole, you know. Definitely, definitely. Um, sort of try to make it, you know, seem like, you know, some of those old 60s records on this, you know, the same label, yeah, similar yeah. art, sort of. Um, yeah, they look cool, dude. But yeah, um, but yeah, we, yeah, that it's just, I think, I think for that record, it was, it just was, we had just come off of Party Tiny, which was like a kind of, I think songwriting wise, we were just sort of fi- figuring it out, you know. Um, yeah, okay. You figured and it then out, man. Obviously, <laughs> and then obviously the re- the recording just sounds great, and that's just Justin and Smart Studios and yeah, yeah. Uh, R.I.P. Um, it was a cool cool spot. Yeah, and that's like I don't know if we had met Ben. I mean, we had talked to him before that, but I think that was like the first time we had hung out with Ben Weasel too. So cool. Um, no, nah, but dude, Rally was Rally was awesome. I forgot. Like, I think Johnny Three was there before you. Like, Hang the DJ came out maybe before uh, On the Move. But dude, so many good records. Like at the time, like that was one of the best labels. You know, the perfect label for you guys. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, and then I'm actually the looking Jetty now. Put out yeah, put out Sheboygan. Yeah, that record's amazing. Oh, dude. One thing, and I've we we've talked about this before. One thing I've always I don't know. I've never liked about on the move. Is that damn helicopter on the cover? <laughs> was that that was Stefan, right? Did that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was I gonna say, don't. You know, he might listen to this. I don't. He might listen, but I think he knows that. I think we've talked about this before. <laughs> Just didn't make any sense, you know. I don't even know how that. <laughs> I don't. I don't know how that like came up, but. I mean, I think he just came up with it, but and we were just like, that's, I, we just liked it, you know. So, sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm distracted by. I'm looking at the Discogs page for, uh, for Rally. It's like shit. One of the greatest labels ever, dude. Yeah, yeah, he definitely had a had a string there of What's some he, great is, stuff. Is he? Is there ever going to be like, I don't know, any kind of resurgence from him, or do you think? I, I'm not sure. I. Talked to him recently, quite a bit actually. But um, in terms of like a label, never it never came up. Hmm. In terms of like you know running anything, I think he works for like a food pantry in hmm. Pittsburgh. I don't know. Yeah, he seems seems good. Never met him before. No, yeah, yeah. no, he's he's a great dude. I'll uh, I'll cold call him someday. Get on the yeah, show. Yeah, do it. Have him. Yeah, I was gonna say have him. <laughs> on, yeah, I'll give him your number. Cool. Yeah, yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, yeah. He'll laugh at you. Fuck that guy. <laughs> the podcast sucks. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going on that piece of shit show. You guys toured. You must have toured all the time. Like, how many? You guys yeah, toured I mean, the U.S. like everywhere. 
Every state? Not you know, you make it all the way to California and shit, obviously. Yeah, actually we had like this little map in the van. The only states we never went through were Alaska and Hawaii and then the Dakotas. <laughs> okay. Which was funny. Like we never made it up to like Fargo or you know, never we never drove through South Dakota for whatever reason. So Actually that's funny. I told Tane Tane from Tightwire, who's from South Dakota. That oh, yeah. uh, I told him when he was on the, the episode. It's not coming out because I fucked up and I deleted it. But um, I told him that uh, <laughs> like South Dakota is the worst state because for the longest time, like with dummy room like statistics, like in the first year or so, I remember I used to like, you know, you'd get a couple listens, you know, when we're just getting rolling, you know. And I remember like you'd figure out where where everybody was, like Illinois people listened and people in texas and california and pennsylvania you know those were the big ones but for the longest time like the only state that nobody ever downloaded an episode was south dakota and it went on for like two years and uh finally there was like one (laughs) and uh maybe it was tane I i don't even know but um but it was just so weird and like i haven't looked forever but even like selling records, I don't think I've ever sold a record to South Dakota. It's weird. That <laughs> must just. But back in the day, I remember like it was a tour stop for like everybody, you know. So it's so yeah, weird. No, like for some reason we just uh, yeah, I don't know because we would always, you know, we would always go to like Wyoming and you know like stay with the Bottle Rocket guys or like yeah, play, cool la- play Laramie and, or like Fort Collins or whatever. But yeah, we just never went up. so who did you tour with the most i remember like dude if if uh, everybody who's gonna hear this podcast i know you guys did like a little tour i don't know how how big it was but with jetty boys and teen idols and i don't know what year that was i want to say that was 2009 okay was that with but i could be wrong or was keith must have been in the band yeah yeah okay yeah so like keith and phil and then uh this um, was it Yvette? Oh no, it's Yvonne. Yvonne, she, she Yvonne, was the bass sorry. Player. Yeah, 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 yeah. She was in a Chicago band. What's the band's name? Shit, we played with them too. Yeah, I'm. Uh, um, I'm blanking scissors? on the, the band's name. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. She was in Scissors. Okay. Um. So yeah, that I, I think that was like four or five. Like, like it was like a week. I want to say that cool, D- uh, dude. That everybody, everybody listening, and if they if they say they want, they're fucking lying. They would take that time machine back just to see a Leftovers, Jetty Boys, Teen Idols show. Yeah, th- those those shows were fun. Right? Um, and like the Jetty Boys, we were used to touring with them anyway because we had already... I would say, you know, you mentioned it before. I, I would say probably the Jetty Boys and the Queers, probably the two bands we toured, like the, like like shows, like number of shows-wise. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, we also did a bunch of shows with, like, Dopamines. Yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, we, we totally that should like have mentioned that, before, but... but the album artwork, the new Borderlands yeah. record, which is called uh, Keep Pretending, by the way. <laughs> I don't even know if we said that, <laughs> yeah. but uh, John from Dopamines did the artwork, and he, he yeah. nailed it, man. I John love Lewis, the I, art. I know. We have to talk about that because I I literally just, like, I, well, he might think of it differently but i i feel like i just like pestered the shit out of him until he decided to <laughs> do it because i you know i wrote him because he did the art for uh the, the first ep for 
uh, Magical Path. He, he did the art way back in 2012. And so I, I, and we were sort of like thinking about, you know, like brainstorming ideas for the record, for the new record. And I just texted him and I was like, you don't want to do some artwork for our new record, do you? And we sort of batted around ideas and he was like, he wasn't sure at first uh, because he just hasn't done a lot of art lately, but and then I went at him with like a, like a type of artwork that he doesn't do. <laughs> so on top of him just being like, I'm not sure, it was like, you know, this whole thing. But also he, I don't think he generally does like collage stuff. You know? um, and he went, he did it like the coolest way possible too. I mean, everything with the art was done. I, I mean, I'm a little biased here, but just in the coolest way because he, he literally... At first, we were trying to figure out like some photos, like old photos to use that we could use in the collage, and we were pulling them off of like old websites or whatever. But then he was like, "No, I'm just going to go to these." He had this idea of going like to these vintage stores and finding old Life magazines where he could like find cool images and like literally scan them and piece them together, kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. And at first, I was kind of like, "Yeah, man, that'd be rad," but like, I don't want you to have to like do you know that seems like a lot of work, a lot of work <laughs> yeah but that's what he fucking did and it it just it came out it's incredible it's like the whole thing is so cool and then on top of that for the for the vinyl version you know all the lyrics he we we hand, uh, my wife hand typed them all on a uh old typewriter and he's he and we sent those to to john and he like scanned them all in and layer those onto the to the you know insert for the, for all yeah. the lyrics. So it's all the lyrics on there are like hand typed type. So it's not just typewriter font that you put in on uh, you know photo, yeah, yeah. Photoshop or whatever. Yeah, it definitely so, has a cool look. So you said that's only on the vinyl though. So like, does the CD and the cassette not have the lyrics, or is it just well, normal? The, they don't have the lyrics. They um, but they have the CD and the cassette have the like like the the band name and uh like the song titles and stuff those are all in the same typewriter so so there is some of the typewriter but not just not the lyrics oh dude you got to get the vinyl then because like the yep. art on the co the cover and the back like that's cool but like the lyrics on the insert sleeve is it just looks amazing he must have spent yeah fucking weeks <laughs> I, I can't imagine I the, he... the amount of hours the amount of hours that he put into this yeah, there there are a few areas that he said like took him the longest, and I couldn't tell you why because I'm not like an art, you know, Photoshop guy. But there's like a there's like this area where like these kids, these are like kids are like look like they're getting on a bus. Yeah, they're like they're like naked. This part's weird. <laughs> it's weird. You can blame him for that. But um, he said that took him forever for some reason, like to to sort of fit it in with the lyrics around it and stuff, but. I, I, I'm super psyched how that yeah, came yeah. out. I mean, I, I, that's my, like, I love that style of art. Like, like we talked about Tenement before. Their artwork Absolutely. was just the yeah. best, you know? I know, loved it. Yeah, and, then, and you know, it, it you know, like, took me back to, like, looking at the Insomniac art when I was, like, nine or whatever the fuck old I was when that record when that yeah, came yeah. out. Had the CD and, like, pulling that out and being like, this art is wild, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. I, I love that. It's cool because you could stare at the cover for hours 
and constantly find yeah. something new, you know? Yeah, for sure. That's kind of what we what we wanted, you know. We just didn't want like Yeah, we wanted something like that where you look at it. Just the uh like the attention to detail on stuff, you know what I mean? Just the, to the mm-hmm. hunt to find those cool pictures. I know Amos used to like it was like good housekeeping from the fifties and sixties or something. <laughs> That's where he would tap into to get all of his shit. But uh just uh you know, just to be able to find the right images and put it all together just looks cool. John nailed it, dude. It's one of the it's one of my favorite album covers in a long time. Yeah, no, I I'm psyched. I, I sent him um I sent him the CD version and a, and a t-shirt because he also made that logo with like the we've been calling it the Catboy. Um, yeah, <laughs> Catboy with the with the the kid with the like cat mask on his face. He yeah, he yeah. made that like logo up for us. But if you look at the art, the album art, the Catboy is like in the uh, the fireplace, like on the cover of the record. Hmm. Um. See, <laughs> did you even know that before? Yeah, I probably did. I just. You know, so much to see on this. I gotta get one of those shirts though. Yeah, where are where are Hey Pizza T-shirts? I'll get. I'll send you something. I gotta make up some new ones, dude. I never <laughs> we had. A... Got, we we already have Mom's Basement T-shirts. Oh really? So you're late. Fuck. He sent you a shirt right away. What a dick. Yeah, we got shirts. All four. Damn. Okay, dude. I got. A, I don't even have like. I had this old uh, leftovers T-shirt, and it was. Uh, I don't think I ever wore it. Because it was just white, and if I remember right, it was it was just like the center label for Eager to Please, and it was, it was weird. Oh, weird! And it was just That's you know weird. had the center label like they literally took the art and just fucking put it on a T-shirt. That's weird. I'm that was if, it. That must have been like something that happened like with the CD version that like came with it, or I have no idea. I don't remember. I don't. I don't. It even... Sounds like the label was being real cheap. That's what that sounds like. I think I, I still have it somewhere. I'll take a picture and send it to you. I'll send <laughs> yeah. it back to you. I want a refund. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I never had a cool to... one. I never had a cool leftover shirt, dude. I don't think. I honestly don't even know if I... I think... Well, one of the coolest ones I, I have is the, the Party Until We Die one. It's like a gravestone on it. Hmm. Um, what do you think of the uh, the rag picker one that just came out, like, what, last year or two years ago? That was cool. Yeah, that was cool. I, it was, I was a little surprised. It was, like, my face on it. <laughs> I don't think I don't think like I've ever seen my face on a t-shirt before. But yeah, that's no, no, the same with the guts uh, too. The guts had their face on there too. So that's right. That's right. Yeah. I don't think I got either one of those for some reason. Like Bo's awesome, and I support him like all the way. But like sometimes I forget to order things. Like I just think I did because I see the shit so often, you know. And then yeah, I just yeah. don't get it. <laughs> so, <laughs> dude, I have no memory anymore. It's gone. Maybe he'll do a Borderlands one. Talk to him. I'll send him the album. I, I bet he. I bet he loves it. I bet he will. Sounds good. You toured with the Dopamines. Is that how you know John? Yeah, we. I think when we first met him was because the leftovers were just like in Cincinnati. Uh, I think maybe we got hooked up from someone, like maybe even on like the the pop punk message board or something. And uh, yeah, we just became really good friends with those guys. We used to stay. At the Glendora house, which is like where John Weiner lived for a long time, uh, we, we played shows there too. But so yeah, that's how, and then and then yeah, we did some shows with them like around like in Subfest, and uh, I, th- I know we did like a little stretch at some point with them and the Jetty Boys, which 
Sneaking Back is a pretty cool lineup. <laughs> um, I can't imagine the shenanigans yeah. that would happen. Oh yeah, the, the dopamine jetties, and jetty boys. Jetties, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you, you don't want to imagine that actually. <laughs> I've seen videos of like, I don't know. Did they have a kicking contest? Was that was that with somebody in the dopamines? Yeah, and I, I who was that? I want to say, I want to say, buns like took a took a shit on on. Uh, <laughs> On the dopamine's van, I want to say, was it the dopamine's van? I want to say it was their van. That was really when I was like, I'm glad to be not, you know, <laughs> you know, it's fun to be on this tour, but I'm glad I'm not part of that <laughs> that whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to say I saw a video of Buns and like uh, Dave Nobody, like trying to kick themselves in the head. Oh yeah, it's been a I think while. I've seen that video. <laughs> yeah. Crazy though. Yeah, Crazy. I know. Um, yeah, it was. It was always. And they have, a, they have a, dopamines have a song called Glendora too, which is like pretty spot on in terms of like the the feel of of the shows that were in that basement. Stone foundations and wet floors, broken bottles and black balls. I'm hearing you in that won't work. Cause someone ripped out the ductwork. Someone pissed out the front hall. Nearly came to the drywall. Trevor found all the spray glue. Now every wall says fuck you. You guys just played a show with the Menzingers. Like Menzingers are a band yeah. that I I never really got into. I I just sort of I just never listened to them much. I remember that they had a song uh, with the the video with with the Jason guy. It was it ass. I want to be an asshole. Oh yeah, I don't I don't want to be an asshole anymore. Yeah. I thought that was cool, a great video. Yeah. But beyond that, I never listened to an album or anything. And and I remember just uh, a couple years ago, somebody talking about them and um, telling me how big they were. And I was like, really? I had no idea. And apparently they got like massive and I completely had no clue they were on a, on a, the next level, you know? Yeah. It was, um, it's one of those things we, 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 we did their, I think we did their first ever tour. Really? Like their first like real tour was with the leftovers. And it was like the most that's which is which is like in hindsight kind of like a funny pairing. You know what I mean? And yeah. even at the time really it was kind of a I mean But for whatever reason we always like we just like became really good friends with those guys and we I mean I we still are. I mean, we just hung out with them like a few weeks ago but um yeah they I would say after they released the record like Rented World and then uh, I mean, the record on the Impossible Pass was really like when they, you know, that was their first record on for Epitaph. So they they got signed to Epitaph, and that was sort of. Um, I didn't realize they were on Epitaph. <laughs> I had no clue. Yeah, that's that's obviously a big thing. And then when they were so that was like 2012, I want to say. Um, and then that that's like, uh, then the the couple records after that just like catapulted them to like, you know being real really big I, I mean after they released uh after the party 
you know, they sold out like House of Blues in Boston, which is like a huge venue. And like I remember being at that show and being like, Jesus, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. And yeah, they, I just yeah. missed it. Yeah, they. It's just, it's just one of those random, random. You know, like the other bands, like you, you'd kind of like picture us, the leftovers being. Uh, sort of on uh, on tour with or, or whatever but that you know it, it was definitely cool that we uh that sort of came together and then we just like kept in touch with them after they're, yeah they're a great band i love them and they're definitely a big influence on on borderlines you know obviously we we all love the the pop punk shit but um they're just they're great songwriters so it's it's cool to like try to you know throw some of that uh, influence in there too. Yeah, that's where you guys get your uh, adult contemporary sound, then, huh? It must be. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it must be that. Yeah. <laughs> so how? how uh, much... We 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 also like love bands like like Dead to Me and uh, yeah yeah, you know like sort of, I guess you would say like more like quote unquote serious like punk bands or whatever, but like in terms of like lyrical content, but. But yeah, I mean, just a lot of bands to, a lot of great bands to be influenced by. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How much touring in Europe did you guys do? Um, we did our first tour was just we just did the like UK. We just did like England, uh, which was kind of like a random, like that that was kind of a mess that tour. Um, but <laughs> then in two thousand, it was like the Actually, yeah, we were, we were there for the holidays of, in like 2007, so we were there for New Year 2008. That was with uh, the Accelerators. Yeah, yeah. And that was that was amazing. That was so much fun. And, you know, we're still buddies with Ox and Evo and that whole crew, you know. Accelerators are great, man. Yeah, they're, they were so much fun. Um, and we, you know, definitely partied like insane amount on that tour. <laughs> They, they, um, do those guys party more than you? Because you, you always hear stories about like people in like, you know, Germany. They grow up drinking, you know, when they're younger. You know, like it's it's very acceptable. Yeah. So like you would you would think they'd have this like uh, crazy like tolerance built up by the yeah, time well, they're like by the time you're able to legally drink. You know, that was our first Europe experience, and so those guys like <laughs> those guys had a. A game. I mean, is that where we learned it? It was called Buffalo, where like you you have to drink with your left hand, and if someone catches you drinking with your right hand, they say Buffalo, and you have to like chug your whole drink. And we we would do that. We did that the whole tour, and like it takes you like it took us days to like get used to it, you know. And like we then by the time you get home from the tour, you're like no matter what, you're like drinking a beer with your left hand, even if you're just like sitting in, sitting in your living room, you know, because you just like after a while. That's a real game. Like, that's like that's something they play over there, huh? Is that like a Dutch thing or is that European? I don't. What's well, I don't know. I, I I think we learned it from them, but I don't know if it stemmed from from like you know the, the Netherlands or or whatever. I'm not sure. I'm not sure the origins of that. You you guys toured the UK with them or Europe? No, like mainland Europe. Like we started, we played a show in in Rotterdam and then uh, like went from there, like Spain, Italy you know crazy uh, i remember playing a show in belgium and 
there's like these like 15 year old kids 16 year old kids and they were like all singing every word to on the move wow and that was like an insane i remember because it was like the second show of the tour and just being like what the fuck yeah those belgium kids how, know the how, shit dude like i guess yeah <laughs> <laughs> i guess and now they're like all like 40 and probably don't even remember that record but yeah, I bet you they do, dude, dude. There's still, there's still probably a couple of them around, you know. Maybe, the, maybe some of them yeah. listen, dude. Who knows? Yeah, you never know. You never know. I don't, I don't yeah, know. We, I can go look and see been... if anyone from Belgians ever listened. You know. Oh, there you go. Do it. But yeah, we've we've stayed buds with with Ox and those guys for uh, for a while. And, you know, obviously Lone Wolf is so good, <sighs> unreal, dude. And so, like that new record is unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. I been listening to the vinyl lately it's great um they're a special band dude like when those two like just sing together just like magic yeah and like every i feel like on this record they sing together a lot more like i feel like on the last on the other records it was like they would sort of switch off singing lead or whatever but i feel like on the new record they sing just both of them sing for most of it which is yeah it's really cool i'll take credit for that because i think i commented on that a bunch of times before in the (laughs) past so maybe they listened and they're aiming to please you know no i'm just kidding but dude no you got (laughs) it though like they they have this totally unique sound like they're not pop punk but they're not you know it's somewhere this like indie rock pop punk power pop world you know do they have like some adult contemporary in there too or Eh, maybe maybe <laughs> so no, great. We band, actually, but... uh, I don't want to give away too much, but we're actually planning something with them this fall. Cool. We're we're pl- we're, we're, we're planning some like a string of shows, but uh, well, everybody knows they're playing fast again, dude. They're like a staple yeah. down there. I know that people love them. People love them down there. I think the whole world should um, love that band. You know, they're a band that I definitely, know. you know, like I think. You guys, I think a lot of bands should be huge, but there, there's something really unique. That's you know, I get it that we're stuck in this like pop punk bubble, but like they're not in the bubble. They're like they're all over the place. So someday, dude, they'll yeah. be huge. Yeah, they, they should be for sure. But yeah, we're um, we're we're planning some stuff with them around fest. So we'll, we'll hopefully be announcing that pretty soon. Cool. But, uh, yeah, that's gonna be fun. Are you guys able to tour at all? Um, I mean, I think like what we're playing now with with them is pretty much the extent of <laughs> what, yeah, we can, yeah. what we can do right now. But um, yeah, we'll, we'll announce that soon. But um, yeah, I think that's like we're hoping to to do more more things like that, like 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 long weekends and yeah, you know, yeah. maybe stretch it to stretch it to a week here and there or something like that. But um, yeah, it's tough. You know, we all got, we all got kids. Matt's got, uh, Matt's got one on the way now. I've got, I have a four-month-old, so <laughs> we've all got young kids now. It's just that time, I guess. But, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. We're, you know, we would love to play some festivals, and uh, hopefully we'll play Puza Fest next year, and uh, hopefully the fest at some point here. And, uh, Reduno, dude, you gotta play Reduno, Mom's Basement Fest. No, Re- Reduno, yeah, maybe Mom's Basement next year. That'd be fun. Um, T1, things like that, and then yeah, yeah. maybe stretch stre- stretch it out for like some shows around those types of things. Cool, that sort of thing. So, hey, you guys also yeah. toured with uh, 
Bowling for Soup? Like, were they? <laughs> they, were, yeah. they must have been already big, right? 1985 oh, yeah. must have been a. Yeah, they were. So when we toured with them, like I would say in the U.S., they they weren't really that big anymore. I mean, like obviously decent decently, but like in the U.K., they they were still like huge. Like huh. for for some reason, like they never really fell off like popularity wise in the UK, like they've always maintained it. And so the, the places we played were like, you know, 2000 seat, a 2000 cap. Oh, wow. You know, we played the roundhouse in London and yeah, it was insane. It was crazy. That's cool. That's cool. I didn't, I mean, they're still pretty big dude. Cause I see pictures of them from their shows still. They're still oh yeah, for sure. Big. And like they play tons of like huge festivals and they're, that's yeah. what they were just doing over in Europe. Uh, yeah, it was it was definitely like the first time we had that experience of like opening band for like a basically like you know not not arenas but like you know we were playing all like the O2 Academy places in the UK. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, How does something places. like that happen? Then, like, are you friends with those guys prior? Or? Well, no, because we were um, so eager to please came out on um, it was on Oleo Records, but it was technically on. Uh, crappy records which was like an imprint that that um Jarrett and linus started oh, so Jarrett's okay. a singer singer of for soup yeah okay and so that that's how we got added to that to that tour because um, we had hung out with Jarrett. uh we actually filmed the music video for for telephone operator we filmed like around denton texas and like there's a scene where we're like jumping into a pool and that's like at Jarrett's neighbor's house. Like they filmed it all around. Oh, we were cool. Like hanging out down there. Yeah. Cool. I guess I didn't realize he was part of that label. Yeah. Makes yeah. sense now. Yeah. No, Jarrett, <laughs> yeah. Jarrett's, Jarrett's a cool guy. Yeah. That was the first like experience we had with like being on like a tour bus and, uh, crazy. Yeah. We, we shared it with this band called Zebrahead, which was crazy. I mean, it was just like, you know, that was also the first experience we ever had with like just booze being very, like just everywhere like everywhere you look just bottles of booze on you know riders and it's just crazy you guys have a rider we did that for that what, what Although, what's on a leftovers rider i gotta I think, know i think we asked for like stupid like very simple things like chips and salsa and we were like in the uk yeah uh and like you know a case of beer and, you know maybe some fruit or something like that we we weren't like we didn't go the like brown M and M's, you know. Cra- yeah, exactly. <laughs> Crazy ask route, dude. I've never heard yeah. of that. I've never heard that Zebrahead band before. Like you texted me something about it. I I thought that was a metal band, so I listened. And I mean, definitely, I don't like them, but uh, I didn't realize they were huge, <laughs> yeah, no, dude. Like they're pretty big, huh? They were. I think the only song I'd ever heard of theirs before we over them was the they were on like one of the tony hawk soundtrack like i think tony hawk 3 yeah. i want say i think i've seen the name before and i just assumed they were like a like a new metal like a 311 kind of band or something you know oh yeah yeah so zebra head it's not that's not a <laughs> band name that i would gravitate to you know yeah <laughs> it sounds like uh yeah exactly it sounds like what you said like yeah. 311 or something but that's cool you got to play some huge shows you know yeah, no, it was that was amazing. And then we we did a like a mainland Europe tour after that. Like that was just just us, and we did some shows with that band Radio Days. Uh, Dude, that that is like the perfect band for the leftovers to tour with. 
Because they're like super yeah. power poppy, you know? For sure, yeah. Yep. Huh. Yeah, and that was a lot of fun too. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. If you could um, go back, dude, like, what's the one tour that was like the best time for you? Like Teen Idol's Jetty Boys tour or something like that or a Queers tour? Yeah, I think like in the U.S. I'd say, yeah, one of those. Maybe not. Yeah, maybe like definitely like one of the ones with like the jetties or or yeah. um, or dopamines. Like ones that we weren't necessarily playing for like a ton of people. Just like every day was like really fun just because of the people we were with. And then in Europe, uh, definitely the the one with the accelerators. That yeah. one was just so much so much fun. Cool. Like we were all in one van. One sprinter van, and uh, yeah, that's awesome. Thinking back, like we all got like sick, but <laughs> I I didn't really think about that first. But anyway, it was still a lot of fun. So maybe it was just because of our first time in Europe. But dude, I think I think Jetty Boys is always a, a good answer. You know, I don't. Did you see them play? Did you see the video of them playing like just a few weeks ago with Kepi in Green Bay? Yeah, I saw. Well, I saw like a quick, you know, like snippet of a video. But yeah, I saw that they played and. Yeah, I saw like one song. Dude. It's cool because I think were they like originally supposed to play, or was like were the Leghounds gonna play? Or? I think the Leghounds were originally supposed to play. Yeah, and something I don't yeah. know what happened, but then the yeah, like who's gonna be disappointed there? You know, Leghounds canceled. You get the Jetty Boys. Yeah, exactly. I kind of saw that, like all of a sudden Jetties were playing instead, and I was like, oh, that's sick. Dude, I don't think they. they I don't. Re- I don't know the last time they played, but. Dude, they sounded great. Like, I was kind of surprised because yeah. it's been a long time. And I, I I messaged Eric. And, of course, I'm looking for more video, you know. Like, is there more? <laughs> more? And he, he said he <laughs> thought so. But um, he kind of made it sound like he was surprised they they were they were that good. So Yeah, I know. It's cool. I hope they do more. I hope so, too, dude. I don't know anything. But that would be... Dude, those guys are all great. You know, we've talked about yeah. that band. Um, oh yeah for sure but uh yeah definitely like they're like a top five wisconsin band for sure oh yeah for sure yeah Yeah. maybe uh, maybe number one but i can't say that you know (laughs) i talked to eric recently and i he made some like some buttons some pins for us Um, oh nice yeah yeah and he uh i had sent him like I think I'd sent him like the the record before it was mixed, like just like really rough mixes. But he, he's been like pumped about it since the beginning, which is cool. Cool. Is he uh, is he still doing? So he's still making buttons and stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Mondo Bizarro merch. He actually was the. Uh, yeah. I've only had one, uh, one dummy button, dump dummy button, dummy room button made up. He made him. I gotta hit him oh, up nice. again, dude. Yeah, it might be time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, cool, dude. Well, tell me about the uh, tell me about the release show for the album coming up, July twenty first. Yeah, so the record's coming out July twenty first. The uh, show is the next day. It's Saturday. It's uh, July twenty second, and uh, yeah, it's Sun Tiki Studios in Portland. I don't know if there's any main listeners of the Dummy Room, but uh, or even New Hampshire or Massachusetts or Vermont or come on up. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, we're um, this local band that we're buds with called Going to Hell. Uh, we're, we're friends with their singer Max. Uh, he's in another band called Mouth Washington. That's uh, really good. And um, 
then uh, this band from Manchester called Hell Beach. They're like a new band. Dude, I fucking um, listened to them by accident. They popped up on Spotify, just a random list, you know? Yeah. And I was like, Who's, who the fuck is this? And I looked and I'm like, oh, this is the band Andrew was talking about. They're fucking great, dude. They're so good. Like, they released that one song. I think it's called Fits Okay. And uh, We had sort of been chatting with them on Instagram, like, even because I think they had played some shows around. And uh, for some reason, we just, like, had been in touch with them before they even released that song. And then when they released it, uh, we were just like, man, this song's so good. So we, <laughs> it is. We, we, so we asked them to play the release show, and they were down. So yeah, it's gonna be sweet. It's, it's gonna be sick. I'm, I'm, we're all psyched about it. Cool. Maybe I'll maybe I'll maybe I'll drop that song on right here. Do it.
Well, dude, uh, it's getting kind of late. I know it's late there. Do you, do you have to drive back to Portland like tonight or tomorrow or what? Or do you work no, from we, up there? We, we're like we're like up here. Um, we spend like most of the week up here in the summer. Uh, my in-laws live up here, and there's like a I help them like take care of the grounds and stuff, and there's a pool I take care of. But in you know, so my you know my kids can swim in it. And, uh, so it's kind of a little. It's a cool spot in the summer. Um, Do you go boating? So yeah, no, we're. Um, you would think so, but no, not not. I mean, we go kayaking, but. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, maybe maybe we'll see uh, Jaws out there sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I have a canoe. I've actually taken that in the Mississippi, but uh, not in a nice. long time, dude. It's fun to have a canoe, but it, it's a lot of work, dude, to get a canoe to water. It's heavy as shit. Fuck yeah, dude. It's heavy and you got to lift them on top of a car <laughs> and it's easier to rent them, you know? But if you're going to rent them, just yeah. rent kayaks, you know? Yeah, yeah. Matt, Matt's got a boat in, in Portland, so we, he, he's out on that quite a bit in the summer, which is, that's fun. Well, I'm, I'm glad you don't have to, you know, drive home tonight or tomorrow or anything, so I don't feel bad yeah, about no, keeping you up no. late then. No, don't don't feel bad. I'm psyched. I'm psyched to get this record out. Dude, I'm psyched for people to hear it. I think people are going to love it. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, they should. <laughs> Just got to get them to listen to it. Yeah, exactly. I'll probably That's close the, the show out with another song. Yeah, maybe, do maybe, it. maybe, maybe something they've already heard, but they haven't heard yet, but they should have heard already. Play FPG or how many hours? Dude, how many hours? Probably, dude. That's an earworm, too. Like I said, it's getting kind of late. I got to work in the morning now, too kind of sucks dude <laughs> work's been suck. work's been crazy lately and i'm finally like i think i'm getting over whatever this illness is you know so haven't oh yeah been feeling still... pretty dude yesterday i woke up with terrible side pain it was like jesus it was like i think i'm dying oh man so, dude, it was awful but it went away after i like got up and shit but today That's i woke good. up like no ailments pretty good well damn yeah i think i'm gonna go home though i think i'm gonna maybe uh start my jaws adventure you know maybe watch one Do tonight it. and then uh try to try to make it to this the is the time series. of year to watch jaws it takes place around the fourth of july so yeah this that's true where did that take place the first one, like where did where was that filmed it was filmed on martha's vineyard which is oh. like uh, massachusetts okay so that town wasn't a real what is it amity amity is just martha's vineyard okay yeah, yeah. Huh. They filmed it. Like, if you go to Martha's Vineyard, you can go to all the, like, filming locations. Isn't Martha's Vineyard, like, where all the, like, every, like, celebrity has, like, a summer home or some shit? Uh, I always yeah, I mean, that, I'm sure dude. some, I'm sure some do. It doesn't, yeah. it doesn't it's look like that Ka- nice. It's Cape the... Cod, you know what I mean? It's okay. Like the whole... It doesn't look but, that yeah, nice I mean, in the movie. The first, that first movie is so fucking good. It's crazy. I haven't watched it for a while. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to try to watch it tonight, dude. Let me know. Text me with your thoughts. I'll talk Jaws all day. I think that fucking shark looks pretty good. I I remember I've seen the making of that. Back then, you know, they actually had to make that shit, you know? It's like a giant robot fucking shark. And they had to put it in the ocean, and it fucking (laughs) didn't work. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I don't know if you've ever seen, like, a behind-the-scenes, but, like, they, they tested it in fresh water, and then they put it in the salt water, and it, like, shit, like didn't even work so they then they had to like completely like change it they had one that the whole like one of the sides was missing and they, this, they would just film it from the other side you know like it's crazy when you watch it 
like all the tricks they used. You know, looks pretty good, dude. Because absolutely, yeah, yeah. Today, you know, if they made that, it would just be all CGI, right? Yeah, it would suck. Yeah, it would suck bad. So, I love that part where the dude got his leg bit off and it just drops to the bottom. Yep. It's hilarious. Oh, it's, oh totally. And then you see, like, <laughs> you don't, like, see, the, like, fully the shark, but you see, like, an outline of him in the water, and that's, like, super, that shot's, like, super creepy. Yeah, it must have been scary yeah. for you guys as kids, because you, you're, like, right at the ocean. For me, it wasn't, because, I don't know, there's no, there's no sharks around me, you know? Yeah, it was definitely a little freaky, for sure. Like, if, especially if you, like, think about it while you're in the ocean. Like, if you just, like, get a little thought of it, it's creepy. You know what I mean? Especially if you're in, like, open ocean, you know? Yeah, have you ever been to the ocean and, and they had, like, a like a shark warning or anything like that? Is that is that what they call them? Shark? No, warnings? I mean, like, the, the first, like, the, my only real, my close thing was, is just, like, when that attack happened that I was telling you about. Because like, it was, like, right around the corner from here. Yeah. And the, and the lady, like, and the lady dies, so it's like, and that's like the first time that had happened in like a really long time. I do feel bad for laughing at that, but it's, uh. Oh, it's so funny though. <laughs> I don't care, dude. I didn't know her. It's all good. No, um, all right, dude. I'm gonna head home. I'm gonna maybe watch Jaws. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, dude, next week, uh, next episode, I don't know if it'll be next week because. Dude, I've been so slow at this lately. But the next episode, I think it's going to be with total pop-punk legend, Pacific Northwest. Figure it out. So, anyways, dude, uh, Andrew, you're welcome back anytime. Come back, hang out. We can just uh, do a list, whatever, you know. Yeah, and, uh, let's do it. Hook me up with Johnny Rally, dude. Appreciate it. That'd be fun. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I'll send you his number. All right, dude. We'll talk to you later. Everybody, Till the next episode. Stay safe, stay cool. See ya. Bye, Andrew. Later.